Smite cast. Yay! Take two. I'm Sasha. I'm Marie, and this is Smite Cast where we read quote unquote smutty books. In my mind, I think the term smut has developed into something different than what the audience thinks. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, do you mean like in the, the case of this book specifically? I think, yeah, I feel like for me, smut is just something that's silly. It's like pop, you know, it's just, it's like popcorn. It's, there's no right, no real substance value to popcorn. Right. This is not, I am learning earth shattering literature, life changing literature. I am learning nothing from it. I am no better from having read this book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just, that's my view of smut sometimes. Like, no, I'm not reading anything that teaches me shit in this book. Okay. The book I'm talking about, of course, is V.C. Andrews, Flowers in the Attic. And this is our second part of this book. So we started at minutes like hours mm-hmm. and to the end of part one. We've got, we got some stuff to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, and how. Yeah. I'm warning you now this week reading assignment is going to be just the end of the book because basically our whole recording schedule we slacked off we're cutting it we're cutting into february here and we don't want to do that no (laughs) too hard too hard we don't want to do it too hard so it's gonna be a long episode next time yeah so Um, hold on to your butts yeah you better hold on to your butts it'll also be the last dry episode we'll be recording at least for me and i'm pretty excited about that (laughs) You're not like just used to not drinking now, or no? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, still I'm like, like, you know, a beer would be good right now. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, still dry January. I'm drinking a kombucha right now, which I okay, yes, kombucha has some alcohol in yeah, it, yeah, but it's like what it like, does not count. It's like how much a percentage mm. though, like point two or if I can chug this in front of my boss at work, it's not yeah alcoholic like if you, you can drink it in your car but what probably. if i boof it marie <laughs> then it'll get stronger do you know well i mean if it has probiotics like it says mm-hmm. if you boof it that would actually maybe be good for you but maybe my like lower gi tract couldn't handle the raw bucha energy <laughs> for my boofing the uh, bucha boof the bucha boof <laughs> oh god just simmer in that guys um <laughs> Take don't it try in. it at home Unless you're a doctor, then if you're a doctor, I do whatever you want. You went to school for long enough. Yeah. Marie's having a Topo Chico. Uh-huh. I don't know how she feels about it. It's just plain. I like it. I mean, I think you said there was like a flavored one. Oh, yeah. I should have gotten you. I, no. John might have drank all the lime ones, but that's uh, the only flavor But, you know, I've I'm seen. not a huge lime fan. Lime flavor, anyway. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's such a typical seltzer water choice, so it's weird. Anyway, that's enough small talk. <laughs> Let's get into this goddamn book. So we were going to, we, there's not really a lot of people to cast in the no. casting couch. So we're going to just kind of skip over it. Maybe we'll cast people as we go along. Mm-hmm. So instead, we are going to start the book. So we open up on minutes like hours. And it's just basically the kids live in their best attic life (laughs) right and i think it's just like at this point it's hard to talk about it without like spoiling things but it's like well it's like there's it's already like way longer than they expected to be up there like they i think they had the feeling that they were going to be up there for maybe a week max yeah and and at, at this point it's more than a week 
their mother visits regularly basically brings them toys and books and all that jazz but still they're a bunch of kids trapped in an attic who are forced to read the bible although they put a stop to that pretty quickly right yeah like <laughs> Good they, on them. They, like kathy and chris like they're both smart kids chris allegedly has his photographic memory and so their grandmother would come and was like did you read what did she expect like it wasn't even a page i think it was just like a, uh, she wanted them to memorize the a verse yeah. of the bible each so day. they like, had to yeah. read a book of the bible each day and then do a verse of the bible and memorization mm-hmm. and so they did that but then like every time they would ask oh excuse me every time she would ask them like hey what verse did you memorize they would throw out like sassy bible verses right kind of like pointing out what a huge hypocrite she is and and then i remember her asking in the book she was like what do you think about the bible chris was like it's great there's more sex than in anything i've ever read (laughs) it's nothing but sex and violence Mm -hmm. and we love it it's not a punishment at all that's (laughs) what you're going for and then the grandmother's just like okay i'm gonna stop talking to you guys Mm -hmm. yeah you're clearly a bit much yeah smart asses but what we gather from corinne's their mother's occasional visits she's living the life yeah she shows up in like sailing clothes one day (laughs) yeah no she's all tan and it's just Uh, like it like the way kathy describes her is like she's always in this like glowing health like mm-hmm. she's just looking better and better each time she comes to visit them always in a new outfit too she never yeah. wears the same thing twice like mm-hmm. come on bitch i'm sorry at least put on a show and put, change into some fucking rags when you go up and visit your kid right. <laughs> like it doesn't take that long just put on some uh-huh. jeans and a t-shirt and be like yeah grandfather doesn't buy me anything right no or like she she talks to them about having to go to formal dinners and uh-huh. you know and at this stage i think she would occasionally sneak them up hors d'oeuvres or canapes uh. and she's oh look how fat i'm gonna get like have it you know i have to eat <laughs> twice at these like dinners and then with my children and it's like not because it doesn't sound like at this point at all like they're not being underfed but it's like no. everything is like things that should be hot or like cold or lukewarm and it's just and she comes up and visits them these children that are stuck in a fucking attic and makes her life seem hard like you guys don't even know i had to go to dinner last night and it was five courses (laughs) it was like and you know and my my dad he's letting me borrow one of his cars and you know he's letting me live under his roof and eat his food so it's like this is a sure sign that he's gonna mm-hmm. forgive me but i also i have to keep up appearances yeah. so that's why i had to go sailing today because he you know people will be suspicious weird if i just stay at home and it's like yeah bitch sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay i'll believe that when i see it mm-hmm so we basically get a little bit of their day-to-day life. They get up, they go play in the attic. Right. I think they're color-coded for the week. Like yeah, they Sundays wear color-coded are yellow. Clothes. Yeah. Tuesdays are red, like that kind of thing. And Marie just likes to talk about how Carrie, this isn't her <laughs> notes. I don't know why Marie liked, liked this part like, so much. Okay, well, it's just like, it's like so the little girl Carrie, she walks around and she like shows off her panties. Because and, they're frilly. And you have to comment about how charming she looks in her panties. But at the same time, it was like, like the, the grandmother though, that's like strictly against the rules. I know, but the, she's a six-year-old. Yeah. They don't care. Four or five. Four, yeah. five. Either way, yeah. She's a five or six. Yeah. Marie also doesn't like that she gets diarrhea. 
no so yeah like she points i was like oh god like every day that we get fruit that's like not citrus carrie loves it but she'll totally get diarrhea and of course if we don't get to the bathroom in time that's my fault for being slow and i'm the one who has to like do all the laundry my question is like what what does what does chris do yeah i feel like he like he like kind of helps but i feel like overall he doesn't do shit which is yeah. irritating but either way like i feel like i've made a note i last time but it's like even now it's like intensified like parentification mm-hmm. yeah s- s- it's happening well, i mean for their own sanity it has to happen because you can't just like just let the five-year-olds yeah. run around screaming oh, yeah. and stuff because people are gonna get punished food will get eaten diarrhea will be everywhere yeah, this is true <laughs> all over the walls but it's just yeah like it's like these things that like happen that make me hate the mother so much so she just kind of sucks because eventually she just stops showing up every week uh-huh she'll just like occasionally be like sup <laughs> right i think well it was like the day she came back from sailing yeah like, kathy actually calls her out and she's like hey what the fuck yeah like we haven't seen you all day and i think it was like one of those things she came in it's like oh i can't really stay long i have to get ready to oh i think that she had to like get ready for a dinner or something yeah. so i was like oh yeah sorry i was out sailing all day and now i, I have to get, yeah i just came up to go say to this grand yo dinner <laughs> no she, it wasn't a dinner she had to go to the movies you guys her life is hard she has to go sailing and she has to go to the movies uh-huh well i think it, like, it's like this visit like i think yeah. it must have been like she kind of admits to the children because i think kathy's like what the fuck like why are we still up here and corinne admits like yeah so there was this thing i didn't tell you about in the letter i got from my parents your grandfather included in his last letter a line saying he was glad at least my marriage hadn't created any quote devil's issue unquote or like and kathy immediately knows like that's referring to them yeah like so he's convinced she has no children and that also means he has no intention of like forgiving her or like you know or i don't know something accepting yeah. the kids accepting yes exactly. because he was glad that they didn't exist but we also learn and i need to bring this up for my segment at the end of the show because i can't do predictions mm. that the grandmother wrote a postscript after right. the, the grandfather saw it and said okay bring your kids you can live they can live in the attic. right this is the arrangement we're gonna have yeah so Chris is being an idiot with all of this and is just like, duh, everything's okay. <laughs> this is just a temporary yeah. sacrifice. Think like, how awesome it'll be when we have all the money. Uh huh. That's exactly how he sounds. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and, he's an an optimist, quote unquote. Like this is more than optimism. This is like yeah. this is Stockholm syndrome in the making for right. me. So that's the end of that section. This is. Then we go into to make a garden grow. So the children realize, hey, we have to be up in the attic all the time. The little kids are still kind of afraid of the attic. Why don't we like pretty it up and clean it? Mm -hmm. So they actually spend like a week like cleaning up. Mm -hmm. I see. see, And like one thing I thought was important to note, they tell their mom about this. And Kathy says, the strangest expression flickered momentarily in her eyes. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, why? Red flag. Red, red flag. flag. Hey, do you know all those red flags we had? Because then there's she, some more. <laughs> like, so, like, you know, for the clean, she's all gung ho about it. I was like, oh my God, that's a great idea. Let uh-huh. me help you. And she sneaks up cleaning supplies. She helps. And Kathy even notes, like, yeah, this is like 
crazy. I had no idea my mom was capable because we had a maid that came in twice a week uh-huh. because, oh, she couldn't have messed up her manicure or anything like that. Again, mother, her, their mother is insufferable. I mm-hmm. hate her so Oh no, I think I had to text you about it because I was in such a rage. Like, so the mother brings up plants and stuff. And I think the kids say something to the effect of like, well, like, what are we going to do when we leave? Like, we don't want them to die. And she's like, oh no, like, we'll bring them, we'll bring the plants down because we wouldn't want to leave anything and loving of sunshine in this attic. And I was like, oh yeah, how about that, Corinne? Yeah, how about how, leaving like, shit in the attic, Corinne? Like living children being forced to live in this place this Mm -hmm. terrible place for an undis like undisclosed uncertain amount of time but yeah just the rage so much rage yeah but they make it all pretty and shit and that's why it's i think that's why it's called flowers in the attic or it refers to like the kids being flowers or right i think like i think it's the children but then also yeah it's referring to them like like, illusions and shit metaphors (laughs) and junk Uh, (laughs) but they make like paper flowers and make it all pretty and something you want to like hang out in so this is when corinne's like i'm out losers i'm going to go to the movies and they're like well why 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 it's like you could just stay with us she's like oh well i have to keep people have to ask me out they think it's weird that i don't go and no you know what bitch you're a widow he's been gone eight months just pull that widow card out like Along with your bucket of red flags, have a bucket full of widow cards and just toss them on the floor because that's what should be happening here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she doesn't. Yeah. And Instead, th- she's like, guess what, older kids? You're kindergarten teachers now. Right. On top of being parents, you uh-huh. are now in charge of the younger one's education, which I mean, I, like for them, they're like, OK, like it's something to do. Yeah. I mean, uh- I mean, granted, like if you stick me in a room long enough with five year olds, I'll probably want to be like, hey, you want to learn how to read? Yeah. You know what reading is? You not bugging me. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Or, yeah, like, I think they have them cutting, like, coloring and Mm. cutting things out, like, kindergartner stuff. Yeah. And then, so, like, more time passes. Their mother's coming to visit them after secretarial school, allegedly. Allegedly. I have feelings about this. (laughs) And she's, like, starting to, like, show up in what she calls junk jewelry. Mm. That looks suspiciously like, like, yeah, it looks like real diamonds. And, like, she's talking to the kids about going to school and like oh this silly instructor her bra straps are always falling down and oh typing is hard yeah well and then kathy's like well are you getting better at it Mm, don't 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 ask such questions (laughs) of me you know and then i think she says something like oh of course you and christopher you're the persistent ones i always give up so easy another red flag yeah to me like yeah giving up easily huh so we also learned that the, one of the reasons, so they made the attic beautiful, right? And grandmother has never gone up into the attic because apparently grandmother is terrified. She has claustrophobia. So like her parents used to lock her in a closet. And so she right. can't get into the closet to the stairwell that leads up to the attic. Right. Because I think like she would, like if they, they were in their main room, mm-hmm. like the bedroom, she would like think she was being sneaky but apparently they could always hear the key in the door (laughs) so just like worst spy ever like she would like crack the door open and like watch them to make sure they weren't doing anything inappropriate but yeah it's like they could go up and do anything they wanted in the attic Mm -hmm. she would ask them like are you being godly and modest and they'd just be like uh yeah so one day grandmother comes in and 
Kathy, everybody's up in the attic and Kathy comes bolting downstairs to get water. And Grandma's like, what, what are you doing? And she's like, well, Chris needed water. So I'm going to get it for him. He's making a painting. And the grandma's like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. Fool never wait on a man. Make him wait on himself. And I'm like, yes, grandmother. Yes. <laughs> yes. But Kathy's just like, I was just trying to be like, Nice, like dude. i was i was I just like, watching anyway so, so it's fine. i didn't want him to leave his painting so it's fine and then kathy's like guess what i'm not scared of you no she said she is scared oh, of her she's scared of her okay yeah. and uh grandmother brings them flowers uh-huh, which, which is nice. like really weird and out of character hey you gave me a little treat by admitting that i strike I'm... fear into you so <laughs> have some fly love some real flowers so yeah they just kind of are missing the outside world kathy has a breakdown which i mean i would have one every day oh yeah I think. for real and then chris is like okay you know what kathy you love ballet so you should start practicing ballet and kathy's like not in these rags i can't <laughs> i need actual ballet like, yeah costumes or gear i don't know i don't know how to describe that like leotards and leotards and shit and so kath chris somehow chris gets like extra mom alone time somehow or he He like slipped her a note yeah i don't know how he's getting these messages to the mom like right without anyone else because this isn't the first time in this this part that this happens and i'm just like is he put like how is he not making this obvious you're in a tiny Mm -hmm. room when you're all together does he wait till kathy goes to the bathroom i don't know Anyway, the mom comes through, brings her a bunch of leotards and shit, and then Chris installs a bar to do the dancing and the plies and nonsense like that. Which I think, yeah, our first glimpse at, like, weirdness happening, Mm -hmm. I think, because I think, you know, Kathy's talking about, like, oh, yes, I've been practicing for hours and doing this, that, and the other thing. And she sees Chris has just been like watching her. Yeah, sometimes Chris like will a just weirdo. be like <laughs> in the shadows watching her. That's not unsettling at all. Uh-huh. And then it was, and then you know she teaches him to do like the no. waltz and the foxtrot or whatever. I think at some point she brings up how they like, and I was I I just feel like this is worthy of noting because I was like they're all gonna get rickets from or what is from it the or, lack of sun yeah is that what it is like vitamin Skir- d deficiency because oh. scurvy's lack of vitamin c. c vitamin c yeah uh ricketts is vitamin d yeah so i'm like they're gonna have like health consequences but apparently they like go up into the attic there's this like window they can open they do naked sunbathing yeah which is another thing where like i think kathy brings that up to her mom and her mom's just like just don't tell your grandma it's fine i mean it's I think it's an interest. It's a solution that a child would have to a problem like that. Like, like yeah. they know. I know. I need sunlight. Gonna get naked, <laughs> so <laughs> we can take in as much, much as we possibly can. possible. And then another thing that happens in this chapter: they play hide and seek a lot. I guess which. Yeah, I'm playing mm-hmm. huge attic with trunks and shit. I play hide and seek. Right, up there. see, I probably wouldn't because of the bugs. They got rid of the bugs. They like bug oh, yeah, bombs or whatever. Bug, yeah, bug spray. So uh, Corey gets locked in a trunk and almost suffocates. Mm-hmm. But you know they're able to revive him. They like. Uh-huh. I think you know, and this is also a time when it's like very, very cold up in the attic. Mm-hmm. So he's cold. It, it makes them realize that they're really alone up there. Like, there's no way yeah. to contact grandmother if one of them gets seriously injured so like they kind of have they sort of like are forced to grow up a little bit yeah so what chris decides to do is break all the locks off of everything up there which the man from the antiques roadshow just like (laughs) 
fainted. Yeah. Oh, dear God. <laughs> but also, the grandpa- they're obscenely rich, so you know what? Fuck them. They can afford it. Yeah, I guess. And that's the end of that section. Now we're on to holidays, and it's Thanksgiving time. And their mom comes up and, like, brings them, like, decorations for thanksgiving right and it, she promises table. like i'm gonna bring you a full thanksgiving meal like you're not gonna miss out on that you're gonna have like a hot thanksgiving meal i'm uh-huh. coming at one o'clock be ready at one so they're like you know how it is on thanksgiving you're not eating all day right you're waiting. <laughs> you know what time the you clock strikes room. yeah and so the kids are starving like the little kids are like i am so hungry can we eat something? And Carrie and Chris are like, nah, Ma's going to bring us food at one. It's going to be awesome. And Corinne, that motherfucker, doesn't show up until like, what, four, three, three or four? Three, but like she makes this huge deal about like, oh, it was so hard because, you know, the butler, mm-hmm. he has like eyes in the back of his head and people kept asking me questions. So it sounds kind of like, well, and I think Kathy notes like, yeah, like, so did she eat her whole meal and then bring us food? Because she didn't sell it that way. Yeah. Like we were kind of sold this bill of goods and she did not deliver. Yeah, she was just... She ate her whole meal and then brought them table scraps. Yeah. Is my impression that I got from it. I also have to say it like, okay, so I get not giving the kids like full huge portions, but just the idea of like Chris is just like, okay, the children, they get doll portions because they're doll size. My yeah. sister, she gets slightly more than that, but I get the rest. Yeah. He, <laughs> because, he, because I'm the brain. My big ass <laughs> brain needs the fuel. I was like, fuck you, Chris. You don't also, do shit. I guess I've never been rich and I've never had servants. So I can't just be like, fuck you, Jeeves. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want with this food. <laughs> like, I'm going to hoard it in my room. Uh-huh. What about it? What about it? You want to go? You want to go? Make me another turkey. And just stare him in the eyes. Make right. me another one. I was like, oh, and I couldn't bring you pie <laughs> because it was already cut. They would have totally noticed. I'm like, no, this is your motherfucking house. Mm-hmm. Take as much pie as you want. Who like, cares if the yeah. servants talk? Fire them. <laughs> Or it's like, it was like, I just imagined for a huge dinner, it was like, they probably had like 10 pies. You probably could have just stolen one. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just like, if it's a party that large or if the dinner's that large, you could sneak away. You could, you know what? Diarrhea is a great excuse for everything. If you just run to the bathroom quickly once at the beginning of the meal and then come back and be like, oh, my stomach. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to make myself a plate and put it, save it aside for later. Right. And then just keep on running up and down yeah. because you, you got the fake diarrhea. It's about there strategy. Um, she just refuses to do anything, yeah. really. I hate her so much. It's like she's doing, I, I wouldn't even call this the bare minimum. No, she's doing know. like below the bare minimum somehow. Mm-hmm. So that happens. Thanksgiving comes and goes and then. Corey catches a cold. Oh right, yeah, I have and the name gives it notes. to Carrie. So Corey's the little boy, twin boy. Carrie's the twin girl, and it seems really bad. Like the yeah. fever gets to like one oh three point six or something. Yeah, and it's like this shit is lasting four days, mm. and I think like the grandmother is just like, nope, th- it's fine. They just need aspirin and fluids. I mean, the and mom is kind of like that too. Yeah, well, like, I think she Chris- at least was I, when his when his fever was like one hundred and three point yeah. whatever. She's like, oh, my God, this is serious. Like, he has to go to a hospital. And, like, the grandmother's like, no, it's fine. Well, and Chris and Carrie were like, dude, he needs help. And Chris is like, I want to be a doctor. This is not the flu. Like, I know what I'm talking about. And, Chris, you you don't. You're not a doctor. But, yeah, 
when a fever gets that high, you should probably yeah. go see a doctor. And I think, you know, the grandmother was insistent, like, no, this will be nine days. It's three days coming on, three days uh, sick, and then three days out. But it ends up being, like, 19 days. Mm-hmm. And by this point, like, the twins are all, like, like Pretty wasted, yeah. I guess. Like, their muscle mass is just gone. Like, something in them changes. Yeah, they become quiet and reserved. And, oh, I know what will solve this problem. Let me get you some vitamins. vitamins. One, they should have been taking vitamins from the beginning. Right, exactly. They should have been Flintstone kids, 10 million strong and growing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I think that was the only vitamin around back then. But, yeah, like, I don't understand why she didn't say, hey, I'm putting my kids in this dark attic where they're not going to get any vitamin D. Let me give them a supplement. Right. Yeah. At the very least. <laughs> but I guess it's all, it's not really that time period for that, I guess. Yeah. If we're thinking like 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. So I got kind of understand, kind of don't. Corinne just sucks. That's all yeah, you need like, to know. Like Kathy kind of <laughs> goes off on her. It's like, oh, I don't know. Like, is there anything to supplement like the feeling of being outside in the fresh <laughs> air and sunshine? <laughs> and I was like, actually, yes, vitamins are like that. <laughs> sunshine in a capsule. And as again, you know, she kind of demands like, hey, like, when are we going to get the fuck out of here? And I think the mom kind of dodges the question or she mm. kind of was like well what do you want me to do do you want me to kill my dad she's <laughs> like and, and kathy's kind of like yeah kind of. <laughs> yeah um, could we do that but you know chris sticks up for their mother anyway mm-hmm. and she's like why and i would like to say like the the dad corinne's dad isn't that old it's 67 or something right but i mean again, i guess for back then it. it's back technically then, we are looking older. from a modern perspective yeah it doesn't seem that old. No. <laughs> the ancient age of 67. Uh-huh. So after Thanksgiving, of course, there's Christmas. And Christmas Eve comes and Corinne says, hey, next year you guys will be in your own home. But, you know, just just enjoy what we have this year, you know. <laughs> Santa will come and give you all the presents you want. Right. And I think, you know, so they like decorate. I think she brought them a little tree. Mm, little um, lights. And this was like this at this point where I'm just like, is this gaslighting? I feel like this is gaslighting. <laughs> we're like, oh, any any day now, oh, my dad will die day. and you'll be free. Just Look wait. At all these great gifts. Right. It's like, let me just like buy you off with uh-huh. presents. And I mean, like she does deliver. I think that at least was nice that like apparently when the kids were all asleep, she snuck in, brought gifts, filled uh-huh. the stockings. Filled the room that. with stockings, but stockings and gifts. But keep in mind, Marie. Every month, they have to move everything right. in that it, goddamn yeah. room out of it. Right, to make it look to completely To make it look like they've ever lived in there. It's just more stuff they have to move. Right. Fuck you, mom. Like, this is more... Especially... So, they get all these gifts. They're all like, woo! And then grandmother comes in Christmas Day with their daily food delivery. Which hasn't been that great in quality. Right. And the kids were like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to try to warm this old woman's heart. Let's make her a gift. Mm-hmm. And so Kathy is the one that's like chosen to give her the gift because the twins are too sh- chicken shit. And Chris looks too much like his dad. So she doesn't even look at Chris. So Kathy is just like, gift? We, we got you gift. <laughs> gift. And, and the grandmother gives her like a, mm, no, you didn't. Right. And just leaves. Yeah. Which pisses kathy the fuck off and she destroys the gift they made and chris was like but we we could have kept that (laughs) but it's too late so then after that the mom comes in to celebrate christmas night 
Christmas Day with them. Mm-hmm. And she brings the the twins priceless dollhouse from England made that, right. that's will, amazing apparently. Right, yeah, just like the the work on it is so intricate and like the books have like the little doll-sized books have print in them and mm-hmm. oh this is a a real Persian carpet and then there's a like a different kind of rug somewhere else but like this like just in my mind was like oh so you have access to this fucking quote unquote priceless dollhouse take it Take sell it, it sell it get your independence and yeah. get your kids out you asshole yeah you and, suck yeah. so hard and then she also brings in a portable tv which corinne's father gave her so it's not like she went out and bought the tv herself mm-hmm. it's a hand-me-down gift right but yeah it's like oh yeah i decided i didn't want this i think it yeah. was like this is like later in the book but kathy yeah. is like hey don't you think it's weird that like she just brought us a tv only because her dad gave it to her like she could have gotten us something like this months ago instead of buying herself jewels and clothes and, and then i think chris, chris is the still- stupid optimist is like she just didn't want us to sit in front of the tv all day we which- would have been rotting our brains which is also kind of fair yeah i mean i i don't think that was her intent though no I no think it no was just she probably- just sucks yeah, he probably she probably got the portable TV and was just like, yeah, I don't really want and this. I guess I can give it to the kids. Sounds like they have like one outlet in this whole freaking room. Right? Probably, I mean, and they're running an extension house. cords up to the attic. You're just like, I'm just waiting this for the seem safe. Yeah, no, I'm just waiting for the outlet to catch on <laughs> yeah. fire. And, but they I mean, maybe that's how they get alive. out. Yeah, um, get out or die trying. So we also learn when mother's coming to visit for Christmas. That there's going to be a party given in her honor. Mm -hmm. And Chris and Carrie, I mean, Chris and Kathy are like, hey, Ma, can we watch it? And Corinne's like, for some reason, Corinne agrees. Right. I was really surprised. Well, maybe she was in a good mood because we also find out like this party is kind of being thrown because her dad has forgiven her. Uh She's being written back into the will the following week. Mm. But she like takes the older kids aside. She's like, okay, you guys you have to promise like we're we're leaving the twins out of this there's no way they can control themselves so like when once they're asleep i'll come and i'll get you but you have to swear that you know no one will see you you're gonna like maybe be gone an hour max Mm. so the twins don't freak out if they wake up and you're gone yeah so that gets to the next chapter which is the christmas party so corinne takes them to a hiding spot where she used to hide as a child like at the top of the stairs and some weird bureau thing right yeah it sounded like a cabinet of some kind with a grate that like yeah. looked out like maybe from above is that what it sounded yes. like or below i don't it's know it's kind of weird and so they're kind of watching the party they see their mother who looks amazing and like this green number and they also see their mother dancing with a tall man with a mustache who I envision as Clark Gable. As Rhett Butler in my uh-huh. mind. But yes, I agree. And so Kathy's like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> right? He's like, why does mother keep dancing with him? Did he touch her boob? <laughs> I think he touched her boob. Uh, and Chris is like, nah. Mother wouldn't let anybody touch her boob. <laughs> or it was like, see, no, she swatted him away. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was playful. The grandparents make their big entryway into the party, and grandmother actually looks like a normal human being. Right, like st- like maybe still intimidating, but, but like very stylish. Yes. I, 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 like Anna Wintour, maybe. I don't know. And she like stares directly up at their hiding spot. No, 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 like no the grandfather knows. does. Oh, the grandfather The grandfather does. does. But it, like that, which like I, that'll factor into my 
predictions uh-huh. maybe a little bit. I guess if I'm saying one now, like I'm wondering if the grandfather knows about them, but he's just going to like say nothing, do nothing out of spite. I don't know. But it's, so it's like the As grandfather who knows yeah. what's going to happen. I'm really excited for your ah! angry reactions. <laughs> but so. it's, yeah, he apparently like looks up at the grate with like the hint of a smile. So a bunch of drunk party goers are upstairs, like just drinking and talking and they're talking about oh it's nice to see corinne again right well, after she married her fucking uncle <laughs> <laughs> see they don't seem as weirded out by uh-huh. that for some reason and then you know like this lady's talking to this other guy and she's like oh yeah of course you have a thing for her but you're stuck with me yeah and of course you know she's a hot commodity because she's this beautiful widow and she's about to inherit a fortune and that's when we learn the tall rep butler man's name and his name is bot wilson and so the kids are like, okay, we're done with this party. I got to pee. Yeah. <laughs> they both have to pee. So they go back to their room. And Chris is just like, huh, you know what? I'm going to explore. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think he, he, get, he puts on a disguise because uh-huh. you know, they have all these clothes and things in the attic. Apparently I think he put on like a wig and a fake mustache or something. <laughs> I mean, you look, he looks like the spitting image of his father. So I guess people, if they ran into him yeah. would be like, who the fuck you? <laughs> yeah. It would, yeah, it would definitely set off some alarms. Also, but, but you could go the ghost route. And just like powder your face and be like, I'm a go. <laughs> I'm Chris Senior. <laughs> just a little booga, shorter. Booga, booga. Why did I say Chris Senior when he didn't have any kids? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask questions. <laughs> and that's kind of how we leave that chapter as Chris is going off to explore. Mm-hmm. And I think, oh yeah, and like Corinne, like she was just like, okay, I'm not doing that. I'll stay here. Kathy. You know, okay, yeah, Kathy. Kathy was like, I'll Your- stay here just in case the twins wake up. They won't make a scene or anything. Uh-huh. And Chris is like, great, because that's what I wanted you to do anyway. (laughs) us. And then so we get to the next chapter, which is Christopher's Exploration and its It's Repercussions. repercussions. Did you think this was sexual when you read the title's name? Because, again, I don't remember the book very well. So I was like, oh, is this the chapter? Like, exploration of his sister's body. Body? Is her body a wonderland? (laughs) (laughs) So Kathy gets, like, shaken awake by Corinne. And she's like, where the fuck is your brother? And Chris isn't around. Chris is gone. And Kathy's like, fuck it. He went to go explore. And the mom is possessed. And this is still, the party's still going on downstairs. It's like midnight. And the party's still going on downstairs. And Chris slips in before the mom goes to look for him and she slaps him hard right like she does like one side and then the The other side side. and like a like a wind up and like a yeah like she's hitting for the bleachers man like like her arm made like a full like 180 degree like what would you call that angle Angle, a a parabola (laughs) she's like (laughs) poop poop and immediately she's just like, ah, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that. Uh huh. Well, and this is like after, like, she she's like, if you, like, I can't believe you betrayed my trust. Like, yeah. if I find out that you ever leave this room again, I will whip you and I will whip Kathy, yeah. even if she doesn't go anywhere. I will make the twins whip each other. <laughs> No, she doesn't really say that. Yeah, I don't no. think, but like, but you yeah, know, that, like she slaps him, and that I think that kind of like snaps her out of it a little bit, and she immediately is like all apologies, like you know, I would never whip you, right? And I she's love like, you. She's like, I love you. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. And then Kathy's like, 
So mom's losing it. <laughs> I think she's kind of changing some. Uh-huh. And so, you know, Chris gets ready for bed and they're in bed together, which grandmother would be angry about. Uh-huh. And Kathy makes Chris retell his findings of the house. So he explains all the house and how massive it is and how he actually ran into mother and Bart together. Right. He was like hidden away in the shadows and like he's saying something along the lines of like he heard about her. He heard Bart saying like, hey, show me this this swan bed set that you have. I want to see your bedroom. And, and they're getting a little, they're getting a little handsy, little handsy, little smoochy, and uh-huh. Kathy definitely gets the sense that Chris is holding back and kind of like protecting their mother. He's uh-huh. like, Whatever, it was just a few kisses. It's just like, did he like grab her boobs or touch her butt? Like I saw a daddy with mommy when they thought I wasn't looking. I'm just like, look at you, Kathy, yeah. being a perv. Pervert. <laughs> yeah. Also, like a giant swan bed. They're trying to make it sound like elegant and regal, and in my, I cannot. In my mind's eye, picture an elegant no. swan-shaped bed. Like, no, how is that elegant? And so eventually they go off. They go see the stupid fucking swan bed. And Chris wanders into the dead animal room and sees a p- portrait of his dead great-grandfather. No, no I thought it was their, gran- their grandfather. Their as a man and it just like he's like yeah the painting it was just like it captured his essence as like a cold heartless bastard and also like i don't know you would call this room it was like all these taxidermied animals trophy room trophy room thank you i wanted it was like game room no i think it's game when they're alive yeah and then he chris also got to see that their mom's not really living in poverty she has a ginormous suite of rooms yeah which I mean, like, I don't know if she ever really told the children that she like was roughing it in any yeah. way, but like, it was just this like, I feel like she did make it sound like it was all like a chore, like, oh, you know, I have to like, you well, know, be my father's thing- daughter. He says jump, I say how high. I like almost like she's weird about yeah. Chris finding the suite of rooms is he knew it was her suite of rooms because she had a picture of her husband, her Chris's yeah. dad, the dead one. That's his name now. Next to her bedstead. If you're trying to like make your dad think you're chill and you right. like are sad, don't put your re- yeah. You're repentant about yeah. marrying your half uncle. I guess yeah. Don't, don't put keep- a picture of your half uncle. Like maybe put I it mean, in the drawer. <laughs> I guess. I guess. You know he's wheelchair bound, so he probably can't go into her yeah, room. Yeah, but the anyway. maids apparently know everything. Uh huh. But oh, I would say like so the deal with the bed. Apparently it was like her grandmothers or great great grandmothers and like her parents didn't want her to have it because maybe she wasn't exactly a saint and they were kind of mm. worried about this like her juju getting on to corinne yeah but it just seems like the kind of thing like it was that and then like the dollhouse so the dollhouse was in a glass case because when it was her mother's as a child uh. but when corinne got it her dad smashed the glass case just so she could play with it just so the promise that she could she would never ever break anything mm. So I I don't know. To me, this is definitely, I think, telling uh, that she really doesn't have to work that hard to be in her dad's good graces, I guess. It really doesn't seem like like it. Like, she she can kind of get what she wants. So that ends that chapter. The next chapter is the long winter and spring and summer. So guess what? They're still in the fucking attic. (laughs) Yep. But they have a TV now. They have a TV now. So the kids get obsessed with TV. Like the the twins like want it on twenty four seven. Let's hope it doesn't burn out. Yeah. And Marie, as uh, the seasons change, 
So do our bodies. Uh, the seasons of life. So Chris is already pretty puberty out, man. Uh-huh. And then uh, <laughs> he's pubing out hard. He's out real hard. So Kathy's starting to pube out. She's getting a. Uh, she's getting hair where there wasn't hair before. Uh-huh. Which I like. I. I think I vaguely remember trying to pluck hairs one at a time with tweezers and just being like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. I'm just, I guess I'll shave it. But Kathy doesn't get that option, so she was like plucking hairs, and Chris was just like, "Let it, let, let it fly grow. free, baby." <laughs> body hair is sexy. <laughs> She's like, "No, body hair isn't sexy. Boobs are sexy, sexy," which leads us to like, "She's getting boobs." And yeah, and Chris is checking them out. Yeah, it's like, no, no, <laughs> it's not that tone. It's Chris is checking them out. <laughs> Chris is checking. Um, Chris noticed. You know, feelings are being felt. Like you know, what what's the big mouth? expression that i like so much that missy says i think it's like tummy glitter yeah or something <laughs> like that's happening kathy notices when she makes the bed in the morning she, because she apparently is in charge of making both beds yeah that you know there are stains on the sheets that she knows aren't Corey like peeing the bed and she's like what the fuck chris i mean you gotta feel a little sorry for chris because yeah. one it, it happens and mm-hmm. two just think about it. They're not Corey's stains. That means Corey's made some stains. That means poor Chris has been sleeping in piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> poor, poor Chris. <laughs> now I feel a little more sympathetic. But at the same time, I was like, st- like boys be in charge of boys' bed. Girls be in charge uh-huh. of the girls' bed. So, Distribution of labor. Chris does his mom psychic connection link again well, yeah because i think like he's like hey any minute you know you're gonna be ruining sheets too because somehow he knows about periods well probably he in reads. a book he, he reads. reads books he is nerd but he can't he for whatever reason wasn't like hey kathy you should really read this book well okay if you were that age and your brother came to you and was just like ah, you know what's gonna happen to you bitch? i know something you don't know let me explain it to you which and i mean he would literally think he was lying to you it sounds like a fabrication no, but then it was like he would like show her the book but yeah like sasha said he like pulls his secret communication magic with her mom and she shows up with a big box which uh-huh. i just imagine like old school pads these are somehow one yard long well with the, the belts. thing is they have to be washable because they can't produce any trash. Ooh, that's a good point. Which I they was just... They must have trash. They though. can't because where is it going? I mean, Grandmother like, probably takes their food waste right. away, but they can't have any other sorts of trash with them. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. I assume they just toss it in the attic. So unless <laughs> unless Kathy has her huge trash bag corner, corner Ugh, like, yeah, which that is would disgusting and would start to smell, I don't think... I think yeah. there's a reusable situation going oh, yeah. on here. That's a good point. So Kathy's mom, Corinne, does tries to explain it. Uh-huh. She explains it better than they do in Bridgerton. I feel like <laughs> she gets better sex talk. Uh-huh. Well, not even a sex talk. It's not a sex talk because there's just no a period talk. It's a period talk. And Kathy's like, nah, I'm I, good. I just love <laughs> that she lit- like literally like word for word in the text is hold up, mama. <laughs> and then like a little few more words. Uh, it was like, I'm calling off this monthly period mess. Like I'm not doing it. Like I'm going to be a ballet dancer. I'm never going to yeah. have a baby. This is unnecessary. Take that stuff. Get your money back. Not doing it. <laughs> I, I'm opting out. I checked the box. I said no. And uh, Corinne's like, <laughs> you stupid bitch no <laughs> it doesn't work that doesn't way. work that way so kathy so that's about it 
in this visit, we kind of noticed that the twins are taking more to Kathy than their actual mother mm-hmm. and that they're really... Kathy's their mom now, basically. Well, and it's weird, like, the, it's like the mom is, like, you know, she's still, like, all, like, jokey and touchy uh-huh. and affectionate with Chris, but, like, she's still, like, the mom is also distant this, with yeah. the twins, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah. I guess maybe because they were young. And she's also creepy touchy with Chris, because Chris looks like her fucking ex, so she wants to, Probably. like, touch that shit, which is gross. Yeah. He's your son. But apparently that doesn't stop her because it was her uncle. Yeah. <laughs> so they're in the attic. Birthdays pass. Corey has an ear for music. We're all happy for him. Uh-huh. Oh, and I think at like some point, like their mom comes. She's she's oh, it's talking because about of the, their the birthday. Yeah. She gives Corey like an accordion and like a uh-huh. piano, and he's like playing it automatically. Right. He, like, he, he just kind of figures it out by ear. He figures it out by ear. I don't have any musical talent. I don't know what that is. I'm pretty sure Corey's a witch. So <laughs> Corinne's like, oh my god, my brothers were great at music. They were so artistic. Right. Oh, okay. And then we hear about what happened to Mal and Joel. So Malcolm, her one brother was forced into work at a bank and on the weekends right. he would ride his motorcycle and be right super he had cool. like a cabin in the woods where he mm-hmm. could go and be artsy fartsy because they're they're i would i'm gonna say that their dad is probably the physical embodiment of toxic masculinity well and i think their mom is also oh yeah <laughs> like yeah she totally enables that yeah. so yeah like he would like he had his place where he would go and he could be himself but then he took a turn too quickly and uh. he like went over the side and Joel and Mal were close. And Joel was like, well, if Mal's not here, I'm out. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> I do not want to be the new Mal. So I'm noping out of this. So he went off to be a musician in an orchestra in Europe and then died in a ski accident in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. And that's the story of the brothers. Which I don't. Well, she said like uh, they never found his body. Uh-huh. Which I thought was weird. Which I mean, maybe it doesn't mean anything. But like part of me is kind of like, I wonder if he somehow like faked his death. I mean, I don't see why the uncle didn't fake his death. The uncle slash dad slash Corinne's husband could have like faked his death and then like moved away and then got Corinne to come with him somehow or like dyed his hair and wore a mustache. I don't know. (laughs) There are other ways. And so now it's summer again. They've been in this attic a whole fucking month. I mean, a whole fucking year. And their mother basically just stopped showing up on the rig. Yeah. It's just kind of like maybe a couple times a week for Mm -hmm. a little bit here and there. It's just very sporadic. There's no predictability to this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's like the end of the chapter. Kathy's marking off on calendars like, oh, shit, it's been like a year exactly. That's, yeah, said that that was the end of the chapter. So I guess predictions by Marie, which I wrote that. I was like, ooh, that sounds like a perfume. A horrible one. (laughs) you don't know what it's gonna smell like it would be a mystery perfume every time <laughs> so yeah i think i said like i think the grandfather is gonna come up again like be, i think he maybe knows about the kids somehow mm-hmm. i think something's gonna happen with corinne and i just all i want to say is rhett butler but that's bart winslow. <laughs> bart, bartholomew winslow and like the thing with that is i feel like because she is so self-serving mm-hmm. And like, I would say, I don't know about weak willed, but to me it's like weak willed because it's just like, she needs to like, I like, I don't think you need to do like everything with your children in mind per se, Mm -hmm. like and make your children your whole life and your end all be all of your existence. But at the same time, it's like you have four fucking kids and those are your responsibility. You should be doing more for them to get them out of an attic. 
Yeah. Maybe. So I, I mean, almost wonder unless, if like that's... Unless she's going after Bart Lin- Winslow specifically to get her kids out of the attic, she needs to slow her motherfucking roll. Yeah. In my opinion. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, none of that bullshit. It's like, I, you know, for her, I would be like squirreling money mm-hmm. away, scraping things up that I could maybe like pawn and get my kids the fuck out of there. But it just seems like she's living it up. She's, you know, courting a new beau. Because which Mary, I just, if she does that, if she pawns all that, that just gets her like, I don't know, 10 grand to start a new life. Mm-hmm. Then she's back to being poor and this bitch can't stand right. being poor. And she apparently like, I have a feeling she's, probably she probably hasn't been to secretarial school in months she probably stepped in it once and was like all right not for me not for me i'm out so yeah i think it's like she has no interest in actually providing for her kids in any meaningful way and again fine do that then be a fucking gold digger Mm -hmm. like do that if you feel like you can't hold down a job, then go find yourself a rich old man. Like, there's no yeah. reason for your kids to be living in an attic. If you're listening right now and your kids are living in an attic and it's not like a nice newly renovated attic that they like living in and then they can leave. With, like, heating and air uh-huh. conditioning and ventilation. Yeah, you get your ass to that corner and you get some money because there yeah. is no reason your kids should be living in an attic. Well, <laughs> and it's just like, it, I think, yeah, like, it fully strikes me as like oh no this is abuse now yeah like this is like this has gone from her trying to like oh you know like i just need to get back in my dad's good graces and he'll die any yeah. day and and then we'll get you guys out but it was like no it's like it's gaslighting mm-hmm. it's neglect parentification so it's abuse it's abuse and I'm now sorry and no. bitch but as soon as your dad puts you in that will and you see it you sign it you see the will kill him I'm sorry, kill him. He's old. He's in failing health. Kill him. Like, like find a way. Like, find a way to kill him. Poison everybody in the family. Then it's really hard. Even poison yourself a little bit. And then Uh people don't know who poisoned who. It's one of the servants. Find the servant you hate the most. Pin it on that one. (laughs) Like, they have plenty of antiques. Uh They must have something that has arsenic on it. Yeah. When that was all the rage. We know your dad loves licking clocks, (laughs) ma'am. He could radium dials. Uh Uh-huh. We know that's what the grandfather likes to do at night. So, yeah, I just, I, my prediction is that the mom is just going to, the core of it is that she's a fucking asshole and she's just gonna let the kids stay in the app because i feel like another thing too it just she's living up her life so it's kind of almost yeah. like sh- she's getting to be quote-unquote child free so i would it's like, to- like oh cool i don't have this burden of being a mother so because i can't do predictions uh-huh. and marie's gonna get mad at me because i'm gonna be like this is my sasha moment big ups to grandma on this one you know <laughs> <laughs> because corinne doesn't even come once a week anymore to see the kids but grandma's there every day two times a day bringing them food getting the empty basket come on which i feel like why yeah like it's to the point where it's like why isn't the mother doing yeah if i was the grandma i'd be like fine they're your fucking kids you take them the basket in the morning but the grandma does it which i think Uh proves she cares a little bit and the grandma was willing to go behind her husband's back and set them up in the attic yeah so I, I still think the grandmother's an asshole, but to a much lesser degree. Yeah, I think Corinne is the biggest asshole. Right, like I think book. she's actually like the most yeah. evil person now. Like maybe the grandfather, but it's like Corinne is I up there. I don't even know how evil the grandfather is because it's one of those things where you're just assuming he's going to be pissed. 
Right. Yeah. Because it's like, he called oh, them the yeah. devil spawn or whatever. Right. But, but that she, doesn't yeah. mean he's going to be pissed. So she, but yeah, it's like, she doesn't even want to take that risk. Yeah. She's like, Oh no, I just know how my dad is. So not going to happen. Oh, I think yeah. there was even like one chapter. I don't know if it was this one, like the very last one where she's like, Oh yeah, my dad, like he's having this episode. He, any moment now. Oh yeah. Any moment he's going to die. And then I think she just like literally poked her head and was like, the episode has passed. He's going to be, he's going to recover for now or like this time and then leaves. Like she doesn't hang out or anything. <laughs> And so my thing is, my theory with the grandfather, even though it's not a theory, but it's not, don't read into it because it's not anything uh-huh. that happens in the book. But personally, from a perspective of where these kids are the spitting image of their their parents, the grandfather loved their mom, Corinne, as a kid. So why wouldn't he love Kathy? And then the grandfather lost his son. So he's looking for, you know, he's right. a douche like that and be like, male heir, yeah. male heir. I need a male heir. They need to perpetuate the Foxworth line. You need penis. Penis good. Uh So I feel like he wouldn't be that mad about it. Yeah, or he'd get over it, maybe. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, like, how can we... They're like cousin brothers, but like, (laughs) it's fine. Oh, what would he, he, like a grandpa uncle? Yeah, he's a grunkle stan. A grunkle. (laughs) He's a grunkle. Oh my God, this must be where it came from. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Just ask him. Shoot for the moon. First, fill your pockets with jewels. Yeah. Then introduce the kids. Have an escape plan and then introduce the kids and then, like, have, yeah, plan B it. Or, like, when he was on his fucking deathbed and he was probably, like, in and out of consciousness or whatever and not totally with it bring the kids down and be like these are my children and then yeah based when on he, that when, yeah when he freaks the fuck out stick them back in the attic leave them oh, there you were having quite the episode you had these weird hallucinations <laughs> you kept on saying chris jr <laughs> so, weird. Um, so weird yeah like come on try at, try at least something yeah. okay rather than just like oh yeah any day now or i don't know you know yeah we didn't have any kids but chris's mom had kids that we didn't know about and, and we they, adopted them all uh-huh. <laughs> even though her, his mom has been dead for many a year and these are four-year-olds <laughs> don't yeah. think about that don't think about it <laughs> but we adopt yeah just lie you adopted them you did something because you knew you can have kids of your own. It's amazing they look like what you. Come on, bitch. We used his sperm and a surrogate. Yeah. Or oh, that too. Too high tech. Too high tech. No, no, no. But well. Or, oh, or, yeah, no. or how, about, how about you were right. Chris was bad news. He cheated on me. But out of the goodness of my heart, I took in his uh, bastards. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's why I hate them. They're done. Anyway, that's it for now. Next week. Chap, all of part two, end of the book. Mm-hmm. We're, killing we're it. killing it. And for now, hey, Marie. Uh-huh. Get the fuck out of my house. Well, I'm going to go get some wings. No, those won't work well in the attic setting. <laughs> Where will the bones go? That's a lot I'll, of trash produced. Not if I turn them into like necklaces or a wind chime. Also, this might be one of the reasons, this book might be one of the reasons why I don't like the idea of a tiny house. I just picture living uh, in the attic. <laughs> yeah. That's because they're living in a tiny house, guys. <laughs> anyway, next. See you later. Okay, bye.